Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We are talking NFTs, non-fungible tokens, and the metaverse today on the GAINS podcast. And for those of you who are new to this, which I got to think is most of us, we're focusing on the Hungry Wolves NFT project, which, by the way, is a great place to get started with this. Uh, it offers low-cost options and getting your feet wet, and uh, they have a great community. And we'll also talk about the White Sands Metaverse, which is one of the countless virtual worlds that make up the metaverse. So stick with us on this and learn about all of this. This is going to be a huge part of the future. And that's what we're talking about today NFTs and the metaverse. I'm Andy Gersher, and this is Gains. All right, let's bring on Adam Hollander, founder of Hungry Wolves NFT and White Sands Metaverse. And you'll want to check out their websites, hungrywolves.com, and then for the White Sands Metaverse, whitesands.game. Adam, great to have you on the Gaines Podcast. How you doing, man? I'm stellar. How are you doing? I'm outstanding. So we wanted to talk metaverse, NFTs, the communities that surround all of this, and you're the perfect uh, person to bring on. You know, as we kick off today's Gaines Podcast, as I mentioned in the lead, uh, you're co-founder of White Sands Metaverse. So let's just start right there. Give us just an overview of the metaverse, and then we could talk about White Sands and how that fits in the metaverse. So, uh, you know, kick off with just a, a boiled down explanation for the Gaines listener who's not overly familiar with the metaverse, what the metaverse is, and how your world, White Sands, fits in it. Yeah, sounds great. So, metaverse. Um, candidly, you know, everybody's talking about the metaverse. I don't think a lot of people that, you know, even use the term necessarily know how to define it. Um, but from my perspective, a metaverse is very simply a digital world, a digital landscape where you're going to be able to do a variety of things that you'd otherwise do in the real world, whether that is play or learn or work or interact or meet people or conduct commerce. And so, if you think about the rise of social media 16, 17 years ago, you know, Facebook and Friendster and MySpace, you know, people might have said, well, why would you go to a website, you know, and start typing to people when you could call them on the phone or you could go and hang out with them in real life? And people were kind of rolling their eyes. But you fast forward to today. This is an integral part of our lives. It's how we use the Internet. It's how we interact with people all around the world. We are inevitably moving and evolving towards 
really taking that, what we do today on you know, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and having a real live virtual environment where instead of having a profile picture, you're going to have an avatar. And instead of just typing to people on web pages, you're going to be walking around and interacting and having it feel quite a bit more realistic than you would otherwise. Um, NFTs are really going to be the building blocks of this metaverse. NFTs are how you really represent ownership of digital assets. And so if you can prove that you own, whether it's, you know, your avatar or your username or, you know, a very special sword or suit of armor or a plot of land inside of this world, you can own that as an NFT that sits inside of your wallet on the blockchain. And when you enter the metaverse, then those items that you're holding can have actual utility. And so if you own a plot of land, maybe you can port to that plot of land and you can start building on it. If you own particular items for your avatar, then you can equip them. Maybe they even allow you to do things inside of the world. And so White Sands, what we're doing is we have built a interactive digital world. It's really centered around the idea of owning virtual real estate. And it's built on top of a platform called NFT Worlds, where there are 10,000 interconnected virtual worlds that can be owned by people or companies or projects. And there are hundreds of those that are now innovating and creating just incredible virtual experiences that are all be interconnected together, both in terms of being able to transport between them, an economic token that sits between them so that you can spend and buy and do things across these different worlds. And what we're positioning White Sands to be is the nexus of all of that, where no matter what you do, maybe you, you know, go save a princess from a dragon in a castle, and then, you know, you jump through a portal and you play around a virtual golf, and you jump through another portal, you have a business meeting. Whatever it is that you're doing, you can always come home at the end of the day to a plot of land or, you know, a villa or whatever it may be that you own, where you can put your art on the walls, move furniture around, invite friends over to listen to music, play poker, and it's really considered your home base. Basically, your home world. And it seems like that's what you've created White Sands for. I mean, there's other worlds for different things. There's other worlds you can play games, other worlds where you could learn a foreign language, another world where you may have a meeting with colleagues. But it seems like the one thing about White Sands uh, White Sands might be a world that you come home to, a world where you can, you know, display all your NFTs. Am I, I, am I kind of getting the gist of that? You know, you're going to be able to do a lot inside of White Sands. And so, of course, you can own your home. Of course, you can customize things in your home, like put furniture around or put NFTs up on the walls and invite friends over. But we're also creating an environment around it. You're going to be able to purchase NFTs of vehicles, whether that be land, water or air to actually travel around the world. Sure. Real, real quick, just as you're, you're talking about those. Now, those NFTs, would they be spe for specific use in the White Sands world or would they be interchangeable? You know, you mentioned about portals and we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But the metaverse itself is tons of these worlds and then being able to kind of fluidly go through them. Is that kind of... Well, you're actually yeah. bringing up a great point. Yeah. And so today, if you look at you know, the traditional community of gamers, they tend to be very hesitant or even very negative on the concept of NFTs. It really kind of confuses and boggles me because that community 
should be the one that are most excited about exactly yeah i'm there with you it would makes total sense plus they they are the ones who are actually interacting and living in worlds constantly not even just about that it's you know imagine a video game that you get really into you know you put 20 hours of your life you know into completing a particular quest or beating a particular boss spending hundreds of dollars in skins and equipment exactly and and so you end up getting rewarded and so you get an item, you know, maybe you get a really special sword or, you know, a helmet or something like that. And you're really proud of this. Like, it's like, wow, I put in a lot of effort to get this thing here. But then let's say a couple months later, new game comes out or a new console comes out and then you move over to that. Well, now that thing that you worked so hard for is locked inside of the original game. You own it, but you don't really own it because it's sitting inside of the walls of that video game that you're probably never going to go and play again. NFTs change all of that. Now imagine that that thing that you earned is awarded to you as an NFT and it sits inside of your wallet on the blockchain. Well, the utility of that can be used in the game that you earned it, of course, but now other games, other worlds can decide, hey, that really special sword that you can only get in this world or this game over here, we're going to make sure that anybody that earns it can actually use it in this way, in this way, in this way. And so imagine when you earn a reward in one place, it can actually be utilized in dozens or hundreds of others. And so that is really the definition of why the metaverse should be so exciting to gamers. And so you bring up the concept of the car in White Sands. Well, if we create a new car, we're going to create utility for it inside of our metaverse world. And you'll be able to drive it around and maybe even participate in racing games or otherwise. But the idea is then to partner with all of these other projects on NFT worlds that will have portals back and forth between that we have cross utility where the NFTs that you can earn in their world, you can do things with them in White Sands. The NFTs that you can buy or earn in our world, you can do things in theirs. That's what separates this from just being a video game with four walls around it into a true metaverse where it'll be consistently evolving in terms of what you can do with the things that you buy. And and again, we're at the very ground floor of all of this. If you're listening to this, you're still very, very early because a lot of people have no idea what we're even talking about. But there's community. There's utility. You have these metaverse worlds. You have NFT, which gives you ownership to various things in them. Let's switch over. We, we were talking about the metaverse, and let's talk about those NFTs uh, that are in the world. There, there are a ton of them out there. Let's talk about the community. Let's talk about what happens when you buy a popular NFT. That you, you get brought into that community. You almost instantly see that on social media platforms when you uh, display that you just bought a hungry wolf and you put it in your uh, Twitter profile. Talk, talk about that, Adam. Last year was when it really hit me the power of what NFTs really represent. Because there's a lot of people today that buy NFTs and they're buying them without really understanding what they are. They're just speculative assets. They're, d- they're doing what they Butters does. <laughs> yeah, have, you seen the, have you seen the South Park episode with, the, with Butters? I, I have. I yeah, have. and there, there's a lot of them in it for just for the money. And that's yeah, why I like bringing you... it. Because you believe that what you buy today might be worth more tomorrow because somebody's willing to pay more for it. And, you know, at the end of the day, that really is just a Ponzi scheme. A lot of people are in NFTs and crypto for that particular point. But, Adam, that's the important part. And that's why I bring you on, because you and I know that there's so much utility and community beyond 
just making money. And that's why I bring on people like yourselves, because you realize that this isn't just, you know, trying to get somebody to buy something at a higher price than you bought it. You see the value, the long term. And that's why I, I, I bring you on. It's not about making money. You know, just just one thing on NFTs real quick. I talk to a lot of people. Hey, I'm going to draw a stick figure and and I'm going to turn it into an NFT and, and become a millionaire. And that's not what it's about. And, and that's what I want you to hit on here. NFTs. And, and, and metaverse worlds that you're in, it's about utility and community. And that's where I want you to just kind of hit on that. That's, I think, the most important part that people don't know about this, especially just people are just hearing about this, is the true utility and, and, the, and, and the most important part the community explain. So I, of course, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, all I talk about is NFTs. I've invested millions of dollars into NFTs. I run two companies that are founded in NFTs. And so I say everything that I said earlier, purely to validate that, you know, the people that are skeptical, the people that are hearing negative things, they're not entirely wrong. They absolutely have reason to believe that it could be that. But you can't let all of the bad things that happen inside of a market or a space affect the fact that there's a lot of really amazing innovation and goodness that's happening here. NFTs allow you to represent infallible ownership of a digital asset. And that's something that in the past has been very difficult. You know, you could take a you know, photo or an image or a music file or a video and you can right click, copy, paste it. You can send it all over the Internet, millions of copies. And you never really know which one was the original, which came from the artist, which came from the original company. Being able to do that now and prove that when you own a digital asset, that you're holding an original component of an actual collection, that has real implications on a variety of markets. And we're seeing it today with collectibles and art. Eventually, we're going to see it with things like the deed to your house or the title to your car or you know, your medical records or otherwise. There are just a variety of implications about proving ownership of digital assets. Now, back to collectibles and art, which is where you're really seeing a lot of this play out today, community is a huge part of this. You know, For anybody that's ever played an MMO or, you know, a community-based video game where you have guilds or clans, you know what that sense of sort of almost familial community is when you play something with people every single day and you get to know these people. And there's just something there that it's almost indescribable, but you enjoy playing the game because you enjoy the people that you're playing it with and you're building legitimate real relationships with these people. The same types of things happen in these NFT projects, where if you buy into a particular project and then you go into the Discord, there's going to be a variety of people there that have things in common with you. And they're so excited about the fact that you joined the gang, that you joined the club. And then people start talking amongst each other about things that have nothing to do with NFTs, and they actually are building community. Um, In one of my projects just yesterday, someone had one of their NFTs stolen from their wallet. And that's a problem in this space. There's a tremendous amount of theft and, you know, hacking and scammers and otherwise. And sometimes really good people end up losing their NFTs or their crypto as a result. And someone else in the community bought one of the NFTs, spent thousands of dollars of their own money and sent it to this person and said, hey, check your wallet. 
no, you're having a real bad time with this. I want to help you out. Oh, and wow. That's it, it was an amazing moment. That's outstanding. That, that this person doesn't even know this other individual. They're just an avatar name inside of a Discord. But it's all part of the community of them realizing that, you know what, I've been really fortunate. I've made a lot of money in this space, whatever it is. This person maybe couldn't afford it. It's, you know, the worst day of their life. And I just want to make their day. I want to do something special. And that's an example of the community that exists inside of some of these NFT collections, especially when you get involved in the right ones. Adam, let's just hold it there for one second. We got to take a quick break. We'll uh, continue our discussion, including utility, when we get right back on the other side of the break. If you enjoy learning about communities, culture, and history, then Shades of the City podcast is for you. We will bring you stories like the legacy of Johnson Publishing Company, most notably known for Jet and Ebony magazines. Basically what the world said African-American people could not do, these magazines proved otherwise. Subscribe now to Shades of the City on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, back with Adam Hollander, founder of Hungry Wolves NFT and White Sands Metaverse. Check out their website, hungrywolves.com and whitesands.game. All right, Adam, let's pick up the conversation and talk about the utility of all of this as well. You know, early on in NFTs, it was just like, all right, well, let's create a couple thousand of X and people will buy them and then they'll sell them. And that was it. That was the whole project. Now what it comes down to is what can you do for the people that are holding the NFT in terms of a roadmap and in terms of actually delivering consistent value? And so you take my Hungry Wolves project. And so we created 6,000 generated random wolves on the Ethereum blockchain. But if you own one, you can go into our app and you can join one of 10 wolf packs. That unlocks chat channels with people that have joined the same pack. You can then communicate and strategize with them to compete in competitions where you can earn other rewards on a month-to-month basis. You get airdropped other NFTs of scrumptious sheep and little lambs that you can eat inside of our app and earn dominance. You're going to be able to use that dominance to challenge other wolves inside of the game so that it publicly shows who's winning these challenges and you can stake and earn additional dominance from your competitors. And and, and one thing real quick, because I don't want to lose people on this, uh, explain, and since we're talking about Hungry Wolves specifically, explain you have a collection of 6,000 wolves and explain how there's a game aspect to this. And just kind of give the the basics for those who aren't familiar with the Hungry Wolves. 
Yeah, so yeah. Hungry Wolves is a, a pretty traditional, what you call a generative collection. And so there are thousands of different traits that make up the visual appearance of each wolf. And so one might have gold fur, one might have black fur, one might be wearing a leather jacket, one might have a particular type of background or tail or item or facial expression. And when you combine all those traits together, think of it like rolling a dice over and over again, you have some wolves that are very rare and some that are very aesthetically interesting, and you have others that are more common and maybe a little less so. And so once all of these wolves were sold out, and that's happened months ago, you can now buy them on the secondary market. You can visit OpenSea through our website, and you can see people that own hungry wolves that are now willing to sell them to secondary buyers. If you buy a hungry wolf NFT, it acts as membership into the community. And so you can come into the Discord. You can start meeting other people inside of the project. You can join one of our 10 wolf packs so that Based on the traits of your wolf, you determine kind of the affinity that you want to have for, you know, wherever you want to align yourself inside of the project. And then we're building out very robust game mechanics for the wolves where you can compete with each other, where you can challenge each other, where you can upgrade the visual traits of your wolf NFT. And in about two weeks, we are going to be launching our very first metaverse world for Hungry Wolves called Our Hungry World, where you're going to have an avatar of your wolf and be able to walk around and hunt and eat sheep and actually mint new NFTs directly to your wallet as rewards, which you can then eat inside of the core game mechanics, and it all sort of integrates together into the overarching ecosystem. You're talking about eating sheep real quick. Explain that. That's a little – that's an interesting part of this as well. That's part of the game. Yeah, so there are 3D uh, scrumptious sheep and little lambs. Uh, They're their own unique, uh, very adorable 3D NFTs, and all of them can be eaten in the context of our game. And so you can enter what we call the wolf den. You click on eat sheep, and then you choose one of your wolves. You can choose any number of the different sheep or lamb NFTs that you've collected. And then if you eat them, it actually burns the NFTs. They go away. They're no longer in your wallet anymore. You no longer own them. But instead, you earn dominance, which is think of it like a score or a currency in the context of the game that you can then use to challenge other wolves to upgrade traits and eventually do a variety. And impact your clan because each hungry wolf is part of a group, right? Each hungry wolf is part of a wolf pack. And yes, if you eat sheep with your primary wolf that's in that wolf pack, then it actually drives the score for your wolf pack up for that month. And it allows you to compete in aggregate as a pack against others. Hey, uh, you know, one other thing I want to talk about as far as which is really cool about Hungry Wolves. If you're new to this and uh, yes, hey, some of these NFTs are really expensive. But if you want to just kind of play with this and Adam, I want you to hit on this um, with the Hungry Wolves. They have these things called runts. And this is really interesting. I think this is a great entry a cheap entry level into this and i want you to explain that real quick uh, explain yeah, the runs the question yeah so um hungry wolves right now each one costs a few hundred dollars and so if you wanted a hungry wolf then you'd go to open sea and it would cost you a few hundred dollars and think of that as primary membership into the project and community but for those that just want to toe dip for those that just want to experience pieces of this they want to jump into the discord start meeting people then we have a collection called runs that you can mint completely free all you have to pay is gas on the Ethereum blockchain. On average, you might spend $10, $15, and you'll end up with a hungry runt in your wallet, which is a 3D generative NFT, but it's a baby wolf instead of an adult one. <laughs> and so you can participate in some of the game mechanics with runts, not all, but it's a great way to expose yourself 
to NFTs and to the blockchain. And I'm very passionate about just educating people on what NFTs represent and the fact that once you have one, that it can be your membership access into a great community. And given that Hungry Wolves is a really great initial community for people to experience and join, that to me uh, means that it's almost a responsibility to make it as accessible as possible. And that's what I like about the runs is it's a low cost way for people to kind of get used to this before maybe they make the big jump into a regular NFT, which might you know cost them a little bit more. Um, you you kind of hit on this too. The community is a huge part of this, and that, that you know getting in and and maybe getting your feet wet with a run, I think is is a, a perfect. A perfect way of maybe introducing your stuff to this. Uh, one other thing, utility. Because you have a hungry wolf, that would give you access to stuff to people who don't have, you know, a hungry wolf NFT. And I would just want to explain some of the bennies, you know, that might not even, and, and even looking forward, it might give you access to a party in the real world. It might give you access to an event. I mean, explain that. And that's where I think a lot of the other value, added value that people don't realize that comes with NFTs and the community surround it. Well, so take an example, um, you know, Board Ape Yacht Club, which is one of the more popular and candidly much more expensive NFTs in the space. But they held an event called Ape Fest last year where they had Chris Rock uh, do a set, and they had the Strokes headline. And the only way to get access to that event and a yacht party that took place right before it was to own one of these NFTs. And so there was real-world utility for those that were holding the project. Um, in Hungry Wolves, just as an example, we are going to build utility into my White Sands metaverse, where there will be an area of that metaverse that is only accessible if you're holding a Hungry Wolf NFT. And inside of that area, Maybe there are things you can do there that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. You know, maybe there's a certain type of pet that you can capture or certain items from a vendor that you can gain access to that you wouldn't have access to without the Hungry Wolf. It acts as your key in that regard. And so each NFT project, it's up to them to figure out what is the utility of their NFT going to be in a real world setting, in a digital setting, inside of their project, outside of their project. But what it comes down to is that you need to do your research. And there are thousands and thousands of projects that you can get into. And some people buy them for the art. Some people buy them for the utility. Some buy them for the community. Some buy them speculatively because they think they can make money. And you're going to find all of those different cohorts inside of these projects. But for those that are new to this, it's really about exposing yourself to the foundations of proving ownership of digital assets and what will become the foundations of an inevitable metaverse, which you know, really is a very um, innovative extension on social media, is how we will play and learn and interact and work and conduct commerce and do things that we otherwise do today on websites. Real quick question. What's the crypto that is used in the White Sands world? And, you know, every you, you were talking about board Ape, you know, they have the ape coin. There's a crypto associated with a lot of sure. worlds and that kind of thing. So what's I'm just curious, what's the crypto associated with White Sands in your world? Yeah, so White Sands is built on a platform called NFT Worlds. NFT Worlds has its own token called World, W-R-L-D. And I will tell you that NFT Worlds is built on the Minecraft engine. There are 170 million people that play Minecraft every single month across a variety of devices. And because of that, NFT worlds is far more accessible than a lot of the other metaverse worlds that are being created today. 
Moreover, when you create an NFT Worlds account, it automatically creates a custodial Ethereum wallet for you behind the scenes, which removes a lot of the friction and barrier of allowing somebody to have to figure that out ahead of time before logging into a metaverse world. And so you can literally sign up for an NFT Worlds account, jump into the different worlds that are already available, and you can do so without ever realizing that you're doing anything on the blockchain, even though you are. And so that's what's so incredibly exciting about the platform. And so World Token is relatively new, uh, but it's something that I personally am very bullish on, I'm very excited about, and it will be the economic foundation of White Sands, as well as the other thousands of interactive metaverse experiences that will be built on NFT worlds over the coming years. What's your advice for newbies? We were talking about, hey, get your feet wet by trying out with a runt in, in, in the Hungry Wolves example. Uh, what's your advice for people who are new to this, but they are interested, they want to know more, they want to get involved, and they don't want to spend a ton of money, and, and they just want to get their feet wet. So for the newbie who's just kind of fresh to all this, what's your advice for them, Adam? Yeah, I appreciate the question. Um, look, this is a space that you do need to do your own research. And so you can go to OpenSea, you can find you know, thousands upon thousands of projects. But before you buy anything, you should go into their Discord. You should go on Twitter. You should find some people that you generally feel like you, you know, like the advice that they're providing. And you should just research these projects and you should talk to people. Um, I do think, and, you know, I might be a little biased, but, you know, visit HungryWolves.com and check out the project that I run. And you can mint a runt completely free. You can jump into our Discord with no cost whatsoever, and you can meet some of the members and start asking questions. And you're going to see that it's a very open and warm community that are willing to answer those kinds of questions and willing to help you on that journey. And I would advise finding some relatively low-cost ways to get involved and to start learning what it's like to collecting these and, you know, understanding the security of your wallet and other things that are important. And then you can start to evolve from there and figure out what other projects you might be interested in getting into. Yeah. I mean, just getting your feet wet. And again, that's why I like the runs because if for some reason you have a problem using your wallet and you're new to this and you, you, you don't fully understand everything, you know, it's, it's better to make a mistake <laughs> on, on a lower valued item, not value, but a lower cost, lower cost item. <laughs> I should say everything has good value here. But um, any other uh, thoughts as we wrap up today's discussion? No, look, I really appreciate the time. Um, you know, a lot of exciting things happening in my projects uh, with Hungry Wolves. We just launched Wolfpack competitions. We have PVP coming later this month. We have our Hungry World coming later this month. White Sands is opening its doors this weekend. And so it'll have beta access for all of our initial land and homeowners in a matter of days. And so, look, it's really exciting times um, for my projects, for the space as a whole, and really just excited to have the opportunity to help educate more people about it. And Adam, give us those key websites that people need to go to to get involved in your yeah, projects. So Hungry Wolves is just HungryWolves.com, and White Sands is WhiteSands.game. All right. Outstanding. Okay. We'll certainly, uh, you know, follow your projects, have you on the Gaines podcast again. Thanks so much for uh, spending a little time with us today. And we'll talk again soon, Adam. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Bye. Big thanks to Adam Hollander, founder of Hungry Wolves NFT and the White Sands Metaverse. The two websites to check out to get more info, HungryWolves.com and WhiteSands.game. 
So as always, hey, be sure to subscribe, follow, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if that's an option for you. And as always, subscribe and turn on those notifications so you know when a new Gains episode drops. We will be back next Wednesday morning, and I look forward to seeing you then. A News Radio WBBM podcast powered by Odyssey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.